This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to Grief Relief. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, we've got uh, such a great person on today, such a creative woman, and we're going to talk about dealing with grief through poetry and quilting. Do you want to introduce Monique? Sure, I'd love to. Monique Sarundalo is a chaplain at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts. She has written poetry since she was 10. 25 years ago, she started quilting and was attracted by the beauty and possibilities of this art form. She is the author of Seasons of Grief and Hope. Welcome to the show, Monique. Thank you. Nice to meet you both. It's wonderful to meet you and wonderful to have you on the show. I was uh, just asking you where you are originally from, which was Uruguay. And um, I know that you said that you've written poetry, and but quilting, you said you didn't like to uh, sew, but somehow you got into writing poetry and quilting. And tell us how you got into it with kind of through a grief journey um, one of your close friends dying, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had never um, had an idea what quilting was about until I came to this country about 30 years ago, and I was in a, in a sewing store, a sewing goods store, and I saw the double wedding ring quilt. Familiar with that? Mm. No, I'm not a quilter, actually, but I have friends uh, that are, but I don't know them. It's Beautiful. It's, it's a very complex, lots of little pieces, very traditional quilt. And at that point, I decided I wanted to try it out, and I started taking workshops on how to quilt. And so I've been doing that for about 28 years. And uh, writing poetry has been something that I've done naturally since about age 10. Um, and so when I... Um, went to Peru with my oldest children 11 years ago now. Uh, we went on a mission trip for two weeks and stayed at two different orphanages in the slums of Lima. And we had a beautiful experience there and uh, I met some incredible people. And we went under the umbrella of the Marinol Society. And that's how I met this friend to whom I dedicate this book. Uh, his name is Father Steve DeMott. And he was a priest from Nebraska, a very humble man, and yet with a very, very important uh, role. He was the rector of the whole South America for the Marinal Society. He was also a parish priest. I don't know how he did this in so many hours. And um, we became fast friends at the time as, as we visited there, and then we kept in touch for five years um, by mail, by phone, and we saw each other a few times. And he had, uh, he shared his ministry as a, as a priest, and I shared mine as a volunteer in hospice, and eventually my starting chaplaincy. And we became very profound friends, and uh, I helped him walk through his second bout of cancer and the death of his sister to cancer, and then... Um, uh, his third and last bout of cancer. He died of brain cancer. Mm. Mm. So 
as I was defining my career as a chaplain, uh, I entered Boston College in Boston and uh, found that they have a synthesis, an artistic synthesis, and you have to do uh, an exhibit and write a paper, a theological paper. So at that time is when I decided to combine the poetry that I had been writing through my process of grief of having lost Steve and uh, my poetry, my uh, quilts. And uh, I decided to illustrate the poetry, which was all poetry about nature and feelings through um, nature images. Uh, you know, I, I was just wanted to interrupt you because I wanted to stop on those quilts yeah, for a minute. I mean, people, um, really, you've got to go to the website, right, Heidi, to see those quilts? They're they're beautiful. They are absolutely gorgeous. And Monique um, makes them and quilts them and uh, has a whole process that she does to produce these quilts and the poetry next to it. But I wanted to also make sure that we talked about your workshop that you did because Heidi and I were very intrigued with how... Um, you had a workshop that helps, helps people with poetry and quilts, right? Yes. Well, that's how I started using it. As, as I had to present it, the, the idea was to present in an artistic form the process of grief. So I reorganized the seasons to suit my needs, and I start with winter, which is the darkest and coldest season, and I go through autumn and then spring and then summer. And the idea is, and, and the poems progress that way from, from the saddest and starkest and numbest to the, uh, the movement through the grief process, to the, the budding of new hope, and uh, going through the process of saying goodbye and remembering. And as the, as the poet removes the, um, the quilts and the colors and the seasons move as well. So it is an active process. And so what I use for that exhibit that I did in BC, and then from then on, all the workshops that I presented, is uh, I have about now 14, 16 quilts from winter scenes to summer scenes. And they, are, they come from pictures that I've taken along the way to, to illustrate the poetry. And I pair them up with poetry. And then I have biblical verses that also pertain to um, that particular scene. For example, would it be good to give you an example? Yeah, you know, I was thinking I was going to have you read Parting at the end of the show, but I'm thinking, why don't you read it right now, one of your poems, and I'm looking at this beautiful quilt. Sure. And, yeah, Parting is in the summer. Uh, It's a photo of a jungle in Venezuela that a friend sent me, and it has a waterfall and uh, luscious, luscious uh, vegetation, because it's the jungle. And then um, I picked a little Bible verse that says, When I was being made in secret, fashioned as in the depths of the earth, your eyes foresaw my actions in your book, all are written down. My days were shaped before I came to be. So that's a very hopeful verse. And then... The quilt is, be- is called flowing because the water is flowing. The process uh, started to flow again. So you go from winter in which everything is frozen and cold to summer when the water starts flowing again. Um, and then parting 
accompanies that and is sort of the beginning of acceptance and a time in which we just have taken in the loss and and start moving again in our reintegrating the loss and reintegrating to life. So parting says, I will remember you in bird song, in winter frost, in starry nights. I will remember you in songs of praise, in broken bread, each time I pray. A part of me has gone with you, a part of you lives on with me. I will remember you in laughter shared, in faith and sorrow too. And I will thank our God for the gift of you. That's gorgeous. Beautiful. And in combination with this picture and looking at these quilts and the poetry, it's wonderful. Now, uh, say I am a person, I've had a loss, and I actually, I, I do have a lot of friends who quilt. And I would like, I like to work with my hands and that kind of thing. How how do I get started? I mean, do you think it would help me with the grief and loss in the quilting and working with the hands? The way I have led workshops is mm-hmm. um, I introduce, like people could do it with this book, for example, or could do it with anything that inspires them. We all find some little piece of writing or a piece of music that inspires us. Whatever moves moves you in the moment is what is touching the right piece of you in that moment, the right feelings. And what I do is I, I give the people colors, paper, glue, uh, magazines, scissors, and fabric pieces of all colors, and uh, encourage them to create whatever they like that will illustrate how they are feeling. Um, and people have made their own scenes or created a window or an animal, or just a whole blotch of color. And then we talk about it. And when we talk about it, I think that's the most important piece of it. There is a sharing. There is the expression of the feelings. There's a release that happens when people are expressing the feelings. And there's also the building of community. You're not alone in this. Other people are, have been going through the same. So I actually encourage when I do a workshop, I encourage people to share with each other. Um, and, uh, and then there's a sense that other people have survived it, who so we're not really alone in this process, and that's part of the healing piece. But just expressing it is very healing, too. Are you able to do anything with it at the hospital? I mean, I'm just thinking they should have a room for you or something or have your quilts mm-hmm. up there. Uh, I, my goal is that someday they'll hold it for more than one day. Uh, last year I presented it for the first time, and we had them for a whole day. And so they were beautifully displayed in a large, sunny room, and we had people come, and I put the soft music. And then I present this exhibit, and then people walk it, and they read aloud the poems as people wow. are observing the quilts and listening to the music. So three different pieces to it. And then after that, um, if people feel compelled to share something, they'll share or they'll ask questions. Um, if there is a place for a workshop, I do a workshop as well. In this case, it wasn't. Uh, we just uh, had a little bit of a session of one-on-one commentary when people wanted to share their piece. Well, and I love that you have the, the soft music playing in the background. It, you know, music trans- gets people into a very deep place. 
And, and I love that this is an alternative just to talking. It's another way of expressing our loss and our grief, and it's a very deep way. This is just wonderful. Someone told me, and I thought that was uh, interesting for me to have as feedback, it says, your exhibit gives words to the unspeakable. Yeah. When the emotions are so intense and you cannot find words, mm-hmm. the poetry yeah. allows you to find words and resonate with some of them, or the colors mm-hmm. will invite you in. Well, this is a wonderful book, and uh, Monique tells me you can get it on Amazon. It's called The Seasons of Grief and Hope. Is there someplace else you'd like them to look for it, Monique, besides Amazon, or is that... You can look in Barnes & Nobles because that's a separate vendor. Okay, and it's Monique Sorindolo. It is spelled C-E-R-U-N-D-O-L-O, and it's called Seasons of Grief and Hope. And I hope that this will inspire people to use poetry, quilting, uh, and understand all the media that you can actually use to express your grief. Everything, I think in our society, we get into words so much that we forget that there are other ways to deal with those emotions of grief. And you've certainly found that, Monique. And and do you have a website so people uh, can go to your website and look at your work? Sure. It's Finding Hope Project is the name of it. Great. Finding Hope Project. And, and if they Google your name with that, I'm sure they'll find it that way also. So. Oh, if they Google my name, they definitely find it. <laughs> and it's a beautiful <laughs> site. That's the other way around. <laughs> and I think you're going to love uh, love seeing these quilts. And, ho- and if you're doing any workshops, I'm sure you'll be putting them on your site. That's what I do, yes. Great. Absolutely. Okay, fabulous. Well, Monique, thank you for everything you're doing and your creativity. It's very exciting, and I'm hoping that we can have you on our television show in New York one of these days and, and show those quilts and see them live. So very exciting, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks, Monique. This is beautiful work you do. And thanks for uh, listening to our show today, and God bless. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.